Welcome to my testimony. And today we, we have a repeat. We do. Yeah, part two. <laughs> this is so exciting. We have um, Joey Anderson. Welcome again to my testimony, Joey. All right. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, wonderful, yeah. It's so wonderful. it's so good to have you again, man. I mean, the uh, last time your testimony touched so many people's lives, oh, yeah. and uh, we had to bring you back for part two to continue yeah. the story, man. So um, it's great to have you again, and um, we can't wait to get into this testimony today. So welcome again. Yes, thank you. So before we get into today's testimony, let's uh, bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you so much for Joseph. Thank you for his life. Thank you for his experiences. And thank you for my testimony that uh, he's able to come and share. And all of the other guests are able to come and share with us. And we pray that as he shares with us again today, that your Holy Spirit will fill him. And that the words that he would speak would be your words, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Joey. So we left off and you'd gone to college, but we're going to talk a little bit more about college. So start from the beginning with your college experience. Uh, yeah. So um, it really, for the most part, it was really good. I mean, it was probably the best years of my life, really. Mm. Um, you know, I got a chance to meet some amazing people. Uh, from, you know, friends to um, people that I look up to to this day. Mm -hmm. um, one of them being my dean. She was actually the one that really got me uh, in a strong relationship with God. Because if you, you know, if you ever meet her, she is like one of the strongest women that you'll ever find, you know. Wow. And basically from the first day I showed up, like she was just there from the very beginning. She always, she took me in. She kind of took me as her own son. Wow. Uh, and you know, she was one of the main reasons I was able to get through college and, you know, be able to succeed the way I am. So everything that I do up to this point, like I definitely contributed to her because, you know, she was like my mom on campus because, you know, I was four or five hours away exactly. and I would come. Yeah. And, you know, when I would come home, it would be like for two, three weeks max and then go right back. Right. So, you know, having her was definitely huge. And, you know, uh, I was able to make it through graduate, you know, despite all the, you know, the tribulations, which, you know, every college student is going to go through. And, you know, by God's grace, I'm, I'm here today. And, uh, you know, you know, moving on to the next chapter of my life. So, Amen. Amen. so take us, take us in that next chapter. So you, you got your bachelor's, right? And then um, the story yes, continues. Yeah. So the funny thing was when I, when I had graduated with my bachelor's, the goal was to, uh, go into PT. That was um, kind of my choice when I first started undergrad. Um, so when I graduated, you know, my goal was like, okay, I'm going to try to get into PT school, probably mm -hmm. either go back to my old school or mm -hmm. probably end up going out of state, whichever one. Mm -hmm. So for about, well, close to a year, for about close to a year, I was 
I spent majority of my time either working or trying to get into PT school. So mm. for a good amount of that time, I was, that was my only focus. And, um, and, uh, and P- PT school is uh, physical therapy, right? Yeah. Physi- yeah, physical therapy, doctorate of physical therapy. Yeah. Okay. So it's, yeah. So it's like, it's top of the line, one of the toughest programs to ever get accepted to. So, mm. um, you know, you really have to put everything into, you know, trying to prepare yourself for any graduate program, really. But for physical therapy, because it's a doctorate, you know, it's a lot. So right. for uh, for a majority of the year, I really spent that time just working and then uh, trying to get into PT school. And, um, you know, unfortunately, there were some instances, which I'm sure we'll get into later, but there were some instances where um, I wasn't getting the results that I wanted, you know, schools that I was thinking I was going to go to, they didn't take me Mm. um, because obviously it's very competitive. Right. So there was like, you know, five or six uh, PT schools that I applied to. And, you know, I just, I didn't have any luck with any of them. So, Mm. you know, for a while I was kind of discouraged. I was a little confused because, you know, at this point in my life, you know, I have to get myself together. I can't just stay home and, you know, go to work and come back. You know, I got to actually do something. Right. So for for that year alone, like it was it was tough for me. And then, uh, you know, one day I get this random email and to give you a little backstory from 13. Um, psychology was really something that I enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this show. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's a show called Criminal Minds. Yes. And yeah. So I remember me, my cousin and and my sister, she was like 11 at the time. And we all three of us would just sit there and binge watch all the shows because it was just so intriguing (laughs) to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my parents, they would come in and they would see us watching. that. it's like, why are you watching that nasty stuff? I was like, I enjoy it. I was like, it's just something I like to to do. So uh, that day, when you fast forward, I got an email from one of the uh, schools that that I'm actually enrolled in now. Mm-hmm. And it was saying, uh, I, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but it was saying, follow your dreams into uh, the College of Psychology. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, maybe I could try it, you know, cause that, that was something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I went along with it. I just, I filled out um, applications. I, I applied to about four schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them were here, two were, you know, down south in, uh, I mean, up north, sorry, up north. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got into all four. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So in that moment, I was just like, okay, this has to be what God is trying to tell me to do. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, you know, all this time, you know, I was kind of focusing on the wrong things and just mm-hmm. focusing on what my passion is, is, is what you got to do. And that really taught me and what I try to teach to a lot of the, the young kids coming up today is that when you go through uh, certain aspirations in life, it's important for you to find something that you genuinely enjoy doing. Exactly. So right. True. Because, you know, you're doing that for the rest of your life. Exactly. So this is something you got to wake up yep. and you got to be excited to do every single day. Mm-hmm. So if you're waking up and you're doing something you don't enjoy, mm-hmm. yeah, you might be making more money, but you're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing. So, you know, this whole time I was kind of just focusing on what, you know, was going to probably make the most money because, you know, PTs do make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But is that what's making you happy? And I, you know, that was one of the things that, you know, God taught me throughout this whole thing. So Mm. it's a a crazy story. 
uh, because I spent I spent most of this year trying to tell people that I changed my major because oh, a while ago I kept saying I was doing PT. Right. Yeah, and I hadn't seen them, and and uh, I'm talking to people I haven't seen in almost two years. So they're like, "Hey, how's PT school going?" I was like, "Oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm not even enrolled. <laughs> right. I changed my major. <laughs> I changed my major, but I don't regret it at all. It was the it was the best decision I made. I'm enjoying it right now, so it's oh, wow. it's a great thing. Right, wow, right. Wonderful, and and wonderful. um, you know, we we gotta we gotta remember that it's God's will and not our will. And not our will. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's the most important. Yes. Absolutely. So and uh, so touch a little bit on the drums because you I mean it's amazing that how God is using you with to impact the young people lives with the drums right now. So you came back to South Florida, um, you're enrolled now in a different um, degree, and now you're helping out with drums. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, the funny thing about it is that I was never supposed to be the the coach to begin with. Uh, mm. <laughs> when I came back. You know, again, my plan was just to apply to PT school and I was going to be out of here. So I didn't really think about coming back. But, you know, the the person that I you really should be thanking is my sister, because she was the one that was like, hey, Joey, they're having practice for Oshkosh. Can you want to just go and just see what they're doing? Right. And I was like, I had nothing better to do. So I was like, let's okay. just go. And we get there and, you know, they're still trying to work on their routine and everything. So I was like, OK, let me, you know, try and help a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um so since I, I had a lot of free time on my hands, I was just, I would just go to their practices every time, try to assist any way that I could. Um, and then, you know, eventually I ended up making part of the routine. I haven't did the first half and I ended up doing the second half mm -hmm. and uh, we put together a really good routine. The kids were very excited and, you know, they went to Oshkosh, they did their thing uh, and they, they took home the trophy. So it was a right. kind of a Cinderella story, if you want to I call know, it right? that, but yeah it was a, it was a great thing and uh, so you know and then after that you know we came back and the first thing that they asked me was are you going to continue in drums again mm -hmm. so you know at that point i was already getting ready to do my psychology major mm -hmm. so everything just seemed like it fit perfectly so i was just like all right i'll do it mm -hmm. and you know the rest is history so yeah. when you go and you do the drums with everybody and you um, are around all those young people, how do you minister to them? You know, one of the reasons why I love working with young people is because everything that they're going through today, I went through the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, people always ask, you know, what was your reason for doing drums? And, you know, for me, drums, I always tell people drums is, is more than just a hobby for me. It's something that I always say it saved my life because it was something that um, not only did it help me uh, in, in terms of a release, but it helped me to get closer to God and stay in the church because before that, right. um, you know, I was wandering all over the place. I was not in the right frame of mind at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll never forget the first day, you know, Navin showed up to plantation and, you know, he introduced the drum corps and I said, you know what, you know, let me give it a try. Right. Obviously, none of us ever played a drum before, I know, right? so I it was gonna, yeah. So it was gonna be something yeah. to learn about. So right. I figured, you know, let's just try it. Uh, and eventually, you know, I I ended up falling in love with it. It was it was more than just you know showing up every Sunday and playing. It was like I wanted to be around it all the time. Mm. So, you know, when I came back, uh, you know, and I, you know, they asked me to be the instructor. I had a little bit of. Uh, you know, doubts because, you know, I, this was the first time I was ever doing something like that. 
but I had a great mentor in, in Navin. You know, he's been been the director for almost a decade. So I had a lot of, right. of learning experiences from him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I try to instill those same principles into these kids because drums is more than just a hobby, really. It's, it's a, you can learn a lot from drums and implement it into your life as well. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the way that I operate in, you know, my education, you know, my spiritual life, it's the same thing with drums. I always, you know, I always encourage you to give your best. Right. Uh, and everything that to do. I mean, you guys see me in practice. I never go right. easy on those kids ever because, <laughs> because even though, you know, it's, I want us to win. I also want them to understand what life is going to be like, you know, nothing's ever going to be handed to you easily. You got to go and you got to go get it. And it's the same thing in school, you know, from the first testimony, mm-hmm. I had to work to get to where I got, I, nothing was ever handed to me ever. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing I implement with these kids and to their credit, they're willing to learn and they put everything into it. And, you know, you see the results, they come, they compete, they do their best and, mm. you know, they win. And, you know, I tell those kids all the time, they're a blessing to me because mm. they, they teach me more about myself as well as what I teach them. Mm. So it's, it's a, a kind of a great relationship and, um, you know, I'm proud to be their coach. Honestly, it's a, it's a great, a great experience. How are you applying these principles to your life every day with God being the center? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, because um, we, we're always one step away. As soon as we, we lean on to our own understanding, you know what can happen. So yeah. how are you staying focused as, as you go along every day? Because, you know, you can get distracted with, with the business yes. of, of studying mm-hmm. and the business of, of being a coach. Yeah. You know, the, the great thing about God is that he understands that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, we're all human where we make mistakes, even when we don't intend to, it's just, you know, it's just part of being human. Mm-hmm. Um, I always try to, to make sure that God is in the center of everything. Um, obviously sometimes I do have slip ups. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's everything that I do. I always make sure to, to put God into it first. Mm-hmm. I always say, you know, I can teach you guys how to play drums. I can teach you how to be the best drummer you can be. But the ultimate goal is for you to get closer to God. If if I do all of that and you have no relationship with God, I feel like I did a disservice to right. you wow. because right. the same people that came before me, they made sure that I had that same teachings, you know, when I was their age. Wow. So I always try to implement what I've learned, you know, from my mentors growing up, not just in drums, but just life in general. Mm-hmm. You know, every everywhere you go, you're going to you're going to have some obstacles in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have situations where uh, you, you feel like you've strayed away from God you, or you feel like God strayed away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, as long as you, you put God at the center of everything, uh, whether it's school, whether it's your relationship, whether it's, you know, sports, drums, whatever you want to call it. Yep. If you put God at the center of it, you know, he'll take what you have and make it into something amazing. You just got to continue to keep pushing and keep and keep striving for what you want to do. Uh, and, and, you know, I tell kids all the time, you know, they ask me to give speeches at, you know, whether they're graduating high school or they're graduating college, mm. the last and most important thing is you got to put God at the center of everything you do, right? Because if you don't put God at the center, every, all those other goals that you have, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have a hard time achieving them if God's not in the middle of it, because God is, is exactly. like everything to you. He's your protector. He's your savior. He's your, your guide. He's, he's everything. So, 
you know, in everything I do, I always try to put God first. And I try to make sure that I implement that with these kids, especially in today's generation, because, you know, it's, it's a lot more distractions out there with social media. And, and you know, mm-hmm. obviously everything that's going on in 2020 right now, right. Uh, it has a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, questioning their faith right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that's really the most important thing for me and for anybody trying to achieve something you got to put god first because you know like the bible says faith without works is dead right right so and works without faith is dead as well mm-hmm. so you got to yeah. have both it's, yeah. it's, it, they both got to go hand in hand you can't have one then not do the other so exactly. it's got to be both exactly. so i always try to implement that in everything i do you've been to uh so many like uh and even recently the disappointments that you've been to with you with your uh, with your career choice um mm-hmm. When a young person comes to you and they're, they're facing disappointment, mm-hmm. uh, what, what advice do you give them? Mm-hmm. One of the things that uh, my dad always told me growing up is that, son, if, if something comes to you easy, it's no good. Uh, the, the things that you want the most in life, the, the, the things that come with success, the things that come with happiness and comfort and amazing things, Mm-hmm. are the ones that come with struggles are the ones that come with disappointments right. and That's you know true. it's true you know yeah yeah because you know if you had asked me when i was a, a young teenager why all these things were happening to me i wouldn't get, be able to give you an answer mm. but you asked me today and i can tell you that everything that's happened in my life i wouldn't change it one bit right because the person that i am today is 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 a result of those things so you know, I actually had young people come to me before with, with something like this. And, uh, you know, the most important thing that you tell them is, you know what? Uh, I always view life uh, as a, I call it a TV show, mm-hmm. right? right. Uh, there's, di- there's different seasons, right? You have different characters, different plots, different everything. But it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the things that you're dealing with, the, the things that you're struggling with, it's just a test. It's just mm-hmm. something for you to, to, to build off of and get stronger from. Mm-hmm. Because I always say this, I mean, if you were living life with no trials or tribulations, then mm-hmm. you wouldn't need God the way that we do true. every single day. That's yeah. true. Right? If everything was going our way and, you know, we, everything was just perfect, we wouldn't, we wouldn't ask God for the things that we need. We would just say, you know what, we don't need God because right. if life is so great, right. then, right, you know, we don't need him. But because we're in an imperfect world and, you know, we're going to have situations every day, uh, we need God and we have to always trust in him. And, and that's one of the hardest things to do. I, I, I will openly admit that. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, especially for me as a young person, I didn't understand, you know, why, you know, things would happen to me the way that they did. But, you know, as time goes on, you learn and you get stronger from it. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's the best thing that you can do especially with these kids because they have questions they they go through situations and like i said in this generation the social media the distractions everything it's Mm -hmm. it's on an all-time high yes and then you factor in what's going on in 2020 which is something Mm -hmm. nobody's ever seen before exactly so you know you know these young people they got it you know uh, in a different way than i've ever experienced so Mm. you know you just gotta encourage them to keep going you know keep your head up keep fighting, you know, the, the, the things that you go through in life, those are, are small battles that you might win, you might lose, but your ultimate goal is to win the war, right? Yeah. Your success, your, your accomplishments, 
uh, your great relationship with God, the blessings that he has for you, that's the war. That's the, the big picture. Right. The little things that you go through along the way, those are just small battles that you ha- you just have to go through. And sometimes you're going to lose some battles, yes. right? Yeah. But you got to keep getting up because it's just a battle. The, the, the big picture is the war. Right. And that's the goal. The goal is to win the war. Because, you know, the, the devil, he's going to keep throwing little things at you because he knows he can't beat you at the big thing. Exactly. He can't beat you in the big picture. So he's going to try to knock you down with little things. Mm-hmm. Little things that you look back a couple years or a couple months from now and you're like, that was just so petty. Like, I, I didn't need to worry about that. Right. Because, right. because the big picture mm-hmm. that God has for you is it's way beyond anything that the devil could even dream of because he already lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, when, when, pe- when Christians start to understand that, their faith is in, goes to a different level when they know that, look, man, you already lost. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do. Right. You, you, can, you can try and throw stuff at me, but as long as you, you keep your eyes focused on the big picture, mm. you know, you're going to get through this. Just like in 2020, you know, we're, we got through it. Right. Uh, you know, we're, when we're going to get through it again, we're going to go through everything that, that the devil tries to throw at us. We're going to be fine. We're going to rise from it mm-hmm. and we're going to be stronger. Right. So, you know, the, the, the most important thing is just keep your head up and keep God at the center and he's, he's going to guide you the way it's supposed to be, but nothing is ever supposed to come easy. There's no such thing as going through roses and, and milk and cookies and <laughs> life's going to be perfect. That's not right, the way this right. world was sent up when Adam and Eve sinned. Right. That was the end of that. There was no perfect world, mm. but God was still there. Yeah, yes. That's the one constant. Exactly. So you just keep your head on straight, focus on, on the big picture, and you're going to be just fine. If I can do it, they can do it. Hey, that's exactly. true. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. Amen. Such, yeah. such words of encouragement. It so, is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I have another question for you, though. Psychology. Sure. You've chosen to do psychology now. How do you think God is going to use you with the psychology to minister to others now? Well, one of the reasons that I love psychology so much is because I love to understand people. Mm. Um, I'm somebody that uh, if you ask any of my friends or if you ask any of the kids that are on my drum corps, I always look to get into their heads. I like to understand what's going on with them. And, uh, you know, I'm somebody who analyzes things. You may not notice it, but I analyze things a lot. So, you know, for me, the, the field that I chose really was a no brainer because again, it's, it's something that I genuinely enjoy. And that's the most important thing. You know, when you're coming up and you're doing something in life, it's important that you find something, you know, from early that you enjoy, uh, because you, you start trying to figure it out on a swivel and, you know, you're going to have a hard time. Like, like I did, you know, luckily for me, God, you know, put me in the right place. But, you know, my advice to these young people all the time is, uh, you know, in everything that you do in life, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. Just make sure that you're the best at it and make sure that you actually enjoy it. Make sure that it's a it's a type of passion that you're able to wake up and you're able to do it for free. If you can do it for free Uh, and still enjoy life, then that's 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 your passion. Right. You know, some people, they'll do a job, but if they don't get paid. A yeah. certain amount of money they're not, they're not, not gonna do it nope but you find somebody that has a true passion for something mm. and they'll go any means to get it even if it means not getting paid for it those are the ones that really got a passion right. so for me if if you told me right now i could practice you know 
you know, my entire life as, as a psychologist, behavior analyst, and I wouldn't get paid for it, I wouldn't mind at all. Because wow. right. I absolutely love what I'm yeah. doing. I, I enjoy every single day. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's the you most important thing. You just, you just got to find what you enjoy. Because, I mean, that's your whole life right there. Yeah. Exactly. Right? You don't want to spend the next 30, 40 years being miserable doing yeah. something you don't enjoy. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, for me, uh, you know, how do I use that spiritually? You know, again, you know, I come to church. Uh, I, I mentioned this in my first testimony. They always come to church with a smile, right? Yeah. Uh, and all the things that they're dealing with are hidden. Yeah. Uh, in psychology, we call that unconscious factors, right? Yeah. Your hidden dreams, your thoughts, your experiences, things like that. That's in the in the back of your mind that you keep hidden. Yeah. Because it's something that you don't want to address. Right. Uh, so when we come to church every weekend, sometimes we go through things during the week that we aren't, you know, you know, we're not able to share with other people in the church for whatever the reason, maybe your, your fear of being judged or, you know, uh, you're ashamed of it yourself, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, those are unconscious factors. And so for me, okay. uh, being somebody who loves to help people, I love to understand people. I, I can use those things to, to let you know that, you know what, you're going to go through some things in life, but at the end of the day, the, the only person that could dictate how you live your life or the things that's going to happen to you is you. Exactly. You have the opportunity to take those bad experiences yes. and turn them into something positive. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's something that that in this semester we've been really stressing about with the class that I'm taking is that, you know, there's different approaches that you can take to certain people. Mm -hmm. Right. Not everybody can handle a certain way that you talk to them. Some people you gotta you gotta be able to relate to them. Other times, you know, you might need a a, a visual experience or something like that. Right. But and those those things that I use in psychology, you could use that in in the church. And if you talk to some of the pastors or some of the you know the youth pastors or counselors that are in the church, mm -hmm. some of them actually use those principles, and sometimes they don't even know that they're using them. Right. Like for example, like like if you talk to a pastor and you say, "Hey, um, you know, I'm dealing with something. I really need help. I feel like I'm I'm sinking or whatever." Mm -hmm. uh, they might use something like like existential, which is basically you have a freedom of choice. You have a principle of you get to choose what you do with those situations. Right. You can make the decision. Do you want to let those decisions take over your life mm -hmm. or do you want to use those experiences as, as something of a wisdom for you to, to learn for the next experience? Right. And that's the most important thing that you could you could bring to any Christian because, you know, we're all human. Right. We're all sinners. Right. We're all born the same way. Uh, you know, it, it's just that, you know, we feel that when we come to church, you know, we we feel that we're going to be judged. We feel that in order for us to be accepted, we have to be this perfect person. Right. When there's no such thing, exactly. there is absolutely no such thing. So, you know, you, you just got to be able to get that out of people and, and you let them know that, you know what, there are people out here that do care about you. And, you know, we're going through the same thing. You know, we're all in the same boat. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, um, I, I'm brave enough to tell, you know, you guys right now that I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers. I make mistakes like, every none day. Of us are, none of us are. Yeah, none of us are perfect. You know, we make mistakes every day. Sometimes we don't even notice it, but we do. Right. Exactly. Um, but you just, you know, like I say, you just got to keep your head focused on the bigger picture, the, the war, right? You're, you're dealing with the everyday battles and sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. 
But at the end of the day, the bigger picture is the war. And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to win the war. Exactly. So, you know, psychology is, is I know that God is going to use that career for something amazing uh, mm. because I, I genuinely enjoy it. Like I love to understand people. I love to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm really excited about it. So wow. looking forward to it. Beautiful, awesome. beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. So, so Joey, you, you've been to the happy Sabbath, man. So how do we deal with a happy Sabbath? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it, it's, it's okay because, you know, it's, that's a welcoming gesture, but I think it's important to keep in mind that just because somebody says happy Sabbath, that doesn't mean that they're happy. Happy. Right. Right. You know, that Mm -hmm. that's just a common term that you the most Adventists use. You know, you you see somebody out of respect, you say happy Sabbath. Mm -hmm. You know, how are you doing? You know, welcome to Plantation SDA or whatever the church Mm -hmm. is or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. But, you know, the most important thing is to assume that, you know, everybody is dealing with something. So just let them know, hey, happy Sabbath, you know, just let you know Mm -hmm. if you're dealing with something, you ever need somebody that you want to talk to. I'm right here. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be here for you. Amen. And and that's the best thing you could do. That's the best thing that you could yes. give to somebody. Let letting somebody know that there is a person out there that actually cares for their well being. Because right. they probably walked into church thinking that, you know what, I'm probably just on an island. Yes. You know, and, and you know, if I if I come out with, with the things that I'm dealing with, you know, people might judge me or they might, you know, banish my name or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So as as Christians, you know, you wanna be able to welcome everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with with no judgment, you know, because we're we're all imperfect human beings, yes. right? We're all dealing with certain things, right? Yeah. So, you know, you you, you got to be able to relate to people, and that's one of the things that I enjoy when working with these young people is because I I understand everything that they're dealing with, everything that they're doing, because I did the exact same thing. Mm, yeah. So mm-hmm. I can use those experiences mm. to let them know that hey, listen, I went down that road; it's just not worth it. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's not that I don't want you to do it. It's just mm-hmm. that I did it already mm-hmm. and it doesn't get you anywhere. Amen. So, you know, I, I try to apply those same principles in everything that I do, everything that I put my mind to, whether it's, you know, being a, a coach, being a conference instructor, being a, a, a mentor, a motivational speaker or a, a psychology student, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always somebody next to you that needs help. Always. Even when they don't tell you, yeah. trust me, that they, they, they need help. And it's, it's, it's up to us to be able to encourage them and let them know that, hey, we care about you and we, you know, we're always here for you if you need to talk. And sometimes they don't want to talk and that's okay because, right. you know, right. that, that's, that's usually tough for most people. You don't, you know, we don't know what they're going through right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's the fact that you let them know that you care. That can go a long way. It might seem like a small gesture, but trust mm-hmm. me, like you... You tell that to some people that can make their whole day. They don't have to hear anything else that the rest of it, that that's just their, that's their day right there. Yeah. So that's just the way you got to go. Amen. 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 Yeah. Man, Joy, how old are you, Joy? <laughs> I'm, t- I'm 23. Man, 23. let me tell you something, man. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys your man. age, man, especially boys your age, they don't get it like this. So God yeah. is truly blessing you, man. He I, is. I'm so, he is. so proud of you, man. Yeah, so, I appreciate it. You know, I had a lot of great teachers. I had a lot of great people to show me the way. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, my my two amazing parents mm-hmm. um, starts with them. Um, you know, and then people like yourself and, and Miss Don and 
Um, you know, all the other people in the church that were there with me from when I was growing up, it taught me the right way. Most times I didn't listen, but I, I, I still remember the things that they told me as I got older and I matured. Yeah, that's and, all you know, of us, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, you just, you just gotta, um, you know, apply those same things and try to take the next generation and do the best you can and make sure that they're ready for whatever is coming their way. Joy, man, this yeah. was, wow. this was as, as, um, as 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 good as the first one i know yeah this is, this is beautiful man you're such a you're such an anointed young man man and um god is you know god is really truly using you to make yeah. a difference in our Absolutely. community yeah. and um and in the world and he has your future is bright man you better oh, get yeah. some dark shades man you gotta get some double layer dark shades <laughs> Uh, yeah, hey, so, being in South but, Florida, but, I got a couple yeah. pairs, man. Yeah, but your your future is bright, yeah. is bright because God is God using is you, and you you're yeah. choosing you're choosing Him. Exactly. And that's 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 what's the difference. So that makes a yeah. big difference. So it does. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask a big favor of you before we wrap up, man. I'm gonna ask you to put to sure. give us a special prayer for the young people. Oh. And then um afterwards, Don is gonna pray to uh, to close us out. Yeah. But um, but I'm gonna ask you. If you could just pray a special prayer for the young people for us, please, yeah. Joy. Yeah. yeah, sure. Um, do you mind if I just say something real quick before we pray? Yeah, yeah. No, sure. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Um, first of all, these young people are, are truly amazing. Um, mm -hmm. the, the, the young people that I had the opportunity to coach um, from last year up until now, mm -hmm. they're truly amazing, amazing young people, and they have a very bright future. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember in Oshkosh when we first won that title, they the emotions were just amazing they just went crazy and i was like i was just so happy for them because you know they they really put their mind to what they want they really work hard for what they do mm -hmm. and not just in in drums but just in life in general so i'm, I'm extremely proud of them so i'm glad to amen. have them on my team amen. so amen. just want to say that amen. uh dear only father we can't thank you enough for um yet another wonderful day of life um, we thank you for all the things that you do for us, Lord. We thank you um, for keeping us safe, keeping us healthy, despite all the things that we're going through right now in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, you still kept us here, and we, we fought through it yet again. And we thank you for that, because without you, we know we wouldn't have been successful. So we give you all the praise and the glory for that. Um, we thank you for uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Williams um, for the amazing things that they're doing with my testimony. They're reaching a lot of lives and we praise you for that, Lord. Um, I want to lift up these young people um, that I've had the pleasure of uh, being a mentor to and um, you see the amazing things that you're doing with them and I'm extremely proud to be a part of their lives. Lord, I just ask that you continue to bless them, um, give them wisdom and courage to, to keep going uh, keep going uh, with despite the hard times that we deal with every single day, help them to remember that those are just little battles and yeah. getting to you, being able to spend eternity with you, that's the war and that's yeah. the goal. Uh, that's what we have to defeat and that's where we're going to go. And uh, I can't wait to see you in heaven. I can't wait for all of us uh, to reach there and, and we love you and thank you for all that you do, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. amen. Lord, I thank you so much for Joey, for his testimony that keeps on going, Lord. Mm. I thank you for your grace and your mercy in his life, the way that you have directed his steps, and the way that you are going to do some mighty things with the things that he's learning. Mm -hmm. I ask that you continue to be with him, continue to bless him, continue to structure his life the way that you want it to go.
and help him to continue to say the right things and to do the things that you put him here to do yes. for all the young people that he comes in contact with. Yes. Continue to bless him and the rest of his family and continue to be with us all so we can be truly ready to meet you. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hi, Joey, wow. man. Thanks again, man, for, for part two. I know. You know, it's, um, <laughs> hey, thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate all that you guys do. It's an inspiration, honestly. Oh, awesome. definitely awesome. definitely to god, yeah. be to god be the glory and um yeah. as i said before man keep keeping on man and don't mm. don't let anything throw you off, throw you off. um keep, yes, keep it eye keep it eye on jesus man because he's he's yes the and next time i see you guys i want to i want that same camera quality as you guys because i want to be in that movie as well yeah okay. <laughs> man it, it's it's um <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. That's a, that's another part. That's I another guess. testimony, yeah, right? Yeah, when, 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 that, that's, when that's a testimony itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So. But God is good, though. God is uh, good. So. Absolutely, yes. All right. yes. All right. So thank you again, man. And we right. see you around, okay? All right. You guys take care, all right? All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right. Be safe. Thank you.